0: I'm WSB's Eric Erickson, and as you listen to my friends Rush and Sean, know that the WSB 24-Hour Breaking News Center is hard at work. Whatever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather, or traffic red alert, the WSB 24-Hour Breaking News Center will not hesitate to break in. Depend on it. Now, Jamie Dupree with the latest breaking news from our nation's capital. All right, our top story today, two cops shot in Ferguson, Missouri. We'll get back to that at the bottom of the hour. The Lieutenant Governor of the Great state of Missouri will join us. then we'll we'll check in with Daryl Parks. He is the attorney for the Michael Brown family. As a matter of fact, Linda talked to him. Linda, give us an update. You said you saw this Facebook page. He can't confirm who put that up there. the that horrible yeah, statement there's there was there's a lot of Twitter and Facebook feed around this page you know. that looked like it was coming from the mother of Mike Brown. He doesn't and that's, um, know for sure. Yeah, you know, I sent it over to him just to say, hey, can you verify? And he said he can't confirm now. Also, a new update is that that Facebook page has now been removed. Okay. Well, a lot of horrible things written there. And, uh, you know, one of the things that happened last week, Jamie Dupree is with us. Remember hey, Sean. The, the, uh, good to see you, as always. If you remember last week, Eric Holder, you know, came out with two separate reports but he made hardly anything of the fact that Officer Wilson was exonerated in the killing of Michael Brown, that Michael Brown never raised his hands up. That's in the 87-page report. That was almost the entire narrative that we had heard from, from day one. Hands up, don't shoot. Hands up, don't shoot. He was assassinated, shot in the back. All of that was Yeah, that proven. certainly wasn't
1: proven in all the details that came out.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't proven before the grand jury, and it wasn't proven in the Department of Justice report. And then they had an alternative report. That accused the Ferguson police of horrific things and et cetera, but which is separate and apart from the fact that he basically ignored that Wilson was exonerated.
1: Now, in the reaction today uh, in Congress to the shootings is obviously uh, what you would expect lawmakers on both sides calling them using words like inexcusable and cowardly. Uh, the president did a uh, personal tweet on the White House Twitter account saying violence against police is unacceptable. I don't think he's spoken on camera today. The the attorney general did call reporters into his conference room at the Justice Department and basically repeated a written statement that he had put out earlier condemning the violence and labeling it a cowardly action. So mm-hmm. that's what we've got from here on the on the Ferguson thing at this point in time. You, you know,
0: the one other thing, we go back to the beginning of this. The president was, was talking about, oh, the world noticed a small town of Ferguson where a young man was killed. And we have our own racial and ethnic tension. Now, the problem is, is that and this goes back to a lot of rushing to judgment in a lot of high profile cases. And as I pointed out, I have say the president's a three time loser. He was wrong on the Cambridge police. He was wrong in the Trayvon Martin case. He rushed to judgment in, in both these cases in, in Ferguson, Missouri. And uh, and then when the person's exonerated, he, too, not a word, not a peep, nothing. I mean, it's unbelievable to me. It's
1: a reminder of sometimes how tricky these uh, stories can be. You're right. Uh, We are hearing some calls from black lawmakers for the the community to remain calm there in Ferguson. And I'm sure there are some worries about uh, whether or not something might happen tonight. I think I saw just a few minutes ago that the the Missouri uh, State Highway Patrol and the St. Louis County Police have decided they're going to or they're they're going to be the ones in charge in Ferguson tonight. You know, the other thing is,
0: um, and we'll talk to Lieutenant Governor at the bottom of this half hour. There is a possibility that's unfolding here that this was a targeted assassination. There's, well, one would there's, assume there's,
1: that it just wasn't a happenstance shooting of well, two police officers. A little bit more. But, yeah.
0: Well, targeted in as much as that the people could have purposefully drawn the cops out by protesting and that they think that there's a possibility that the shots came from 100 to 200 yards away, meaning that it was a sniper, meaning yeah. that, you know, with a rifle and a and a scope, that would be a targeted assassination.
1: Well, the feds did offer uh, any investigative uh, uh, resources or anything like that. I haven't heard of any reports of uh, of FBI agents being sent or anything like that, but that offer has been made by the Justice Department.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, we have a lot of other issues here. We have a Democratic rival of Hillary Clinton now is jumping in on this email scandal, and that's uh, the former governor of Maryland, O'Malley, is criticizing her for keeping the email secret, and he says that uh, if he were president, it would be important as commander-in-chief to have a secretary of state that uses the official server for business. Well, sure, it would be important to me, he said. So, criticism there. What's the update in Washington about
1: You know, I'm still amazed. I was reading through some of this stuff just, just to try to find out some of the background and what agencies are supposed to do. And then, you remember that in Inspector General report I talked to you about yesterday. You know, I went through more of that yesterday, from uh, last night from the State Department, and it really brought home that maybe some of these agencies don't retain email on a regular basis. And sure enough, I found just a little while ago something from the uh, the National Archives saying that at this point in time, it's not going to be required until the end of 2016 that all federal agencies manage their email electronically. And what they mean by that is by then, federal agencies have to have in place something, uh, a procedure that automatically keeps the email. What we saw in this report from the Inspector General of the State Department and how timely was that with this whole dust-up, was that employees at the State Department have to proactively decide when to keep an email and when not to. And as I detailed for you on that, State Department workers have said and have told these internal investigators they opt not to keep a lot of their emails on the permanent record because they don't want them to be found in searches. That would be both for a Freedom of Information Act request and some might even argue for any legal subpoenas or anything like that, which raises the question when, Mrs. Clinton said the other day, well, you know, I sent emails to people working at the State Department, so they're there in the records. Well, they might not be if those people did not decide to save those emails proactively and make them part of the permanent record.
0: You know, I got it. that seems like it is a, a concerted effort to violate the law,
1: the mandate and the spirit of the law, doesn't Well, it? but the law says right now, uh, you know, in terms of the guidance for agencies, they don't have to keep all their emails at this point. In time. I mean, what have we seen? What do we remember from the IRS scandal of the last couple of years? They certainly remember, we were told they had tapes that were being erased every, what, 90 or 180 days, it, it depended. So, as of right now, in many agencies, the individual employees are really considered the managers of their own email accounts, And they apply, these are them using the words from the archives here, they apply their own understanding of federal records management. So they're the ones who get to make the last call in many cases. Now, supposedly that's going to change over the next couple of years, but it just shows you all the holes and the loopholes that are there in dealing with email.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: Now, there's a Roger
0: Stone has been following this orgy island issue closer than anybody. And I know every time I bring it up, you kind of like I can see you wincing in Washington saying, oh, here he goes, Hannity, vast right wing conspiracy. But I think it is a big issue in, in this sense. Why would Bill Clinton be on the private jet of a convicted pedophile? You know, why? You know, why would that ever happen anyway? According to Roger Stone in his piece that he put out today, the Clintons accepted a $25,000 donation from convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, Orgy Island fame. And Hillary and her husband took Epstein's money despite the fact that he had already pled guilty to soliciting a minor for sex, one of 40 such allegations against this guy. Um well, we've certainly seen...
1: We've certainly seen so far how much the, uh, the contribution issue for the Clinton Foundation is received with the foreign governments. And I would think that as we move ahead into, you know, obviously Hillary Clinton, it seems like she's going to run for president. And there's even talk today, she might announce, in, uh, in the month of April, anybody who's given money to the Clinton Foundation at any point in time is going to get uh, run through the ringer as to who they are and what they were up to. And did they expect anything in return? Unbelievable. But I mean, I I can imagine. Can you imagine if
0: Mitt Romney ever took that uh, money from that person? What the what the
1: what the ramifications for a Republican would be? Well, you'll you we'll see you'd whether or not. I mean a double standard. The beauty of the Internet is everything gets out there. And uh, uh, some of the uh, the criticisms and the critiques of Hillary Clinton this week have been that it's not the 1990s when maybe it was a little more difficult for things to get out and, and onto the public record, that it's a much different media landscape at this point in time. Uh, it's unbelievable. All right. What, what else is going on in D.C. today? The Secret Service, the latest troubles there, uh, causing an awful lot of lawmakers to shake their heads again. We've got this uh, news story that broke yesterday in The Washington Post. Two agents, one of whom that was actually on the detail for the president, went out on the town, came back, uh, driving one of them, driving a car. They ran into a security barrier outside the White House, and what we're told is there was yellow tape, and we couldn't figure out at first why they ran into this area with yellow tape. Well, there evidently was a suspicious package outside the White House at the time, and they ran into that sort of crime scene, quote-unquote. There's also the, the question of did... The the agents on scene, they wanted to give a sobriety test to these two senior agents, but somebody above their pay grade said, no, don't do that, and sent them home. So mm-hmm. there, uh, we have lawmakers today basically saying, look, the new Secret Service chief said he was going to have zero tolerance. He better get rid of at least these two agents and maybe the third guy that told him to get out of there without having a field sobriety test as well. And it, and just timing, about how many incidents se- are we
0: going to have with all this? Well, that's guys, the huh? thing
1: I was about to say. The timing couldn't be any worse, and it just seems like there's always something. And look, I get that uh, you know, you're going to have in a big agency a couple people here and there who are going to have problems. It's only normal in life. But again, when it's the Secret Service at this point in time, there's almost just no tolerance whatsoever up here for any kind of misdeeds. Unbelievable. I mean, how many incidents can you remember now? We have the case in Florida. How many other? We well, had the Columbia stuff. Uh, you know, there was there would have been a number of things. And, you know, I have to say that uh, we, we've we always heard tales of people being on um you know advanced missions and more like that and it may be just one of those things that for years uh, it was sort of hush-hush and now it's not so hush-hush and it's obvious too the Washington Post has an unbelievable mole inside of the Secret Service that has been feeding them all kinds of information over the last few months. All right, so what else? We finally got the details of the FCC net neutrality
0: about the internet the 300 some odd pages that we had that one whistleblower on on the
1: commission telling us about. You had time to look it over, I understand. <laughs> I, I tell By you, way, Sean, why we I read a Jamie. lot of legislation. This, I mean, this just made me go to sleep, and I'm going to try to tackle a little more of it later tonight. You can, if you're interested in this, you can go to FCC.gov and find the link to their, uh, uh, to the 300 plus pages. But I'm going to tell you, unless you're a lawyer, you're probably not going to get very far through it because it is very, very detailed in all kinds of different things. The thought is it's going to spur a lot of lawsuits, maybe a response in Congress as well. One more thing that we've just had break in the last little while. The Justice Department has finally gone to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals to get that injunction lifted against the president's executive actions on immigration. They're going to lose that. Uh, They're not going to win in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Well, how about this? They've told the Fifth Circuit they want a ruling in 14 days. So, again, they can have their ruling in 14 days, but they're not getting what they want. This has been the third time now that they have uh, gone to a court two times with the first judge and now with the Fifth Circuit and said, hey, we want this done in a certain time frame. In their submission to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, the Justice Department said the district court's order is, quote, unprecedented and wrong, saying, quoting here, the Constitution does not entitle states to to intrude into the uniquely federal domain of immigration enforcement, as they're arguing the states should have no standing whatsoever. So remember where we are. The the Obama administration wants a stay of the judge's injunction that's mm-hmm. put all the president's executive actions on hold. They couldn't get it from the federal judge in Texas. They're actually still going to go through with the hearing that he set for next week on whether or not the Obama administration jumped the gun and started issuing some of these changes. But they've also now taken this case to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. And, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm sort of wondering, Sean, whether I'm going to be uh, racing over to the U.S. Supreme Court at some point later this year to deal with this matter. Uh, I can see that happening in short
0: order. You know yeah, what I mean? it, it may you well know. be. All right. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in Washington. All right. See DC. you, Sean. All right. Thank you. Toll free. Our telephone number is 800 800- 941 Sean if you want to be a part of the program don't forget we're going to continue the lieutenant governor of the great state of Missouri two police officers appear to be targeted for assassination and we'll have the latest on the ground in Missouri full coverage of all of this tonight on Hannity we don't know what's going to happen tonight Uh, worries that there might in fact be uh, more protests going on tonight but the latest report I'm getting from the ground and my sources is that those that were protesting in front of the police department may have been used to draw out the cops and that they believe that some of the shots at least might have been fired from 100 or 200 yards away. That means a rifle and scope would have been used. And these cops barely escaped with their life. One being hit right below the eye, the other in the shoulder. I and mean, it's a miracle these two men are alive. Full coverage tonight, Peter Kinder, Kinder, the Lieutenant Governor, Steve Harrigan on the ground there. Uh, we'll also check in with some of the eyewitnesses that were there. Daryl Parks, he's also going to join us at the top of the next hour. The Brown family attorney. Uh, Also, Darren Wilson's lawyer will be on Hannity tonight, and we'll check in with uh, Lawrence Bryant, uh, and he got images from last night. He was a photographer on the ground. Kevin Jackson with the Black Sphere. David Webb is going to join us tonight. Bo Dietl, Mark Furman are going to join us tonight, and much, much more. 10 Eastern Hannity, live Fox News. Don't miss it. Hey, one of the greatest things I just got to change my life for the better is my pillow, the best pillow I have ever had in my entire life Not only do I fall asleep faster, but I sleep longer, and you can too. Now, you can see this incredible pillow at MyPillow.com. You can call toll-free. It's 800-919-6090. Use the promo code HANNITY. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, he got me fitted for my very own MyPillow. And right now, Mike is offering you, my listeners, if you buy one MyPillow, he's going to give you a second one free, and you'll discover why MyPillow is the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. Now, one other good thing, MyPillow is made right here in the USA. It has a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty, and you can even wash it and dry it like your favorite pair of blue jeans. So don't spend one more sleepless night on a pillow that does not work for you. Go to MyPillow.com right now or call 800-919-6090. Use the promo code Hannity. You get two for one, and you can start getting the kind of restful, comfortable, deep-healing sleep that you deserve. MyPillow.com, promo code Hannity or 800 919 6090. When we come back, the Lieutenant Governor of the great state of Missouri and the attorney for Michael Brown's family. Straight ahead. Others talk about the news. We bring you the people who make the news Every every day. Every day. This is the Sean Hannity Show. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB.